Okay, so when it says don't, you know, not to speak in tongues, you know, unless there's two or three, that's the message. But as a congregation, if we do it decently in order, then it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we love doing that here. I don't know if you guys notice, we'll start praying this spirit and no one has to say, all right, now stop that. It's like, it's like there's a rise of the Holy Spirit praying in the tongues and then, then there's a hush. We all do it together. It's like the Holy Spirit is orchestrating this beautiful, beautiful gift, you know, with all of us here. I think it's quite amazing because we all do it together. We rise and then, you know, and then there's a holy awe. Thank you, Lord. First Corinthians 14 and 18 says, I thank God that I speak with tongues more than you all. So a lot of people want to say Paul was saying you're not supposed to speak in tongues. But my gosh, he says, I thank God. <laughs> I speak in t- with tongues more than you all. I believe, I, just like at Pastor Dave, it, if, you, if you weren't talking with him, he was somewhere either praying in tongues or he was singing in tongues, you know? He said every time he got in the car and he was by himself, that's all he would do is just sing to the Lord in tongues. It's a beautiful thing, you know? Um, so, so number one, we're going to ask some questions or we're going to read some questions and then we're going to try to get some answers, all right? Because these are some of the questions that have come out. So what does speaking in tongues mean? Speaking in tongues is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit's power in us after we have received the baptism, is your fill-in, of the Holy Spirit. It is when the Holy Spirit inspires our spirits to pray to God. Using the same vocal cords we use to speak, but making sounds that our natural minds can't understand. And now, First Corinthians fourteen two, a very important scripture about about tongues, where he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. One of the things you need to see and understand is that. First of all, we're not speaking to men. So praying in the Spirit, even thanking God in the Spirit, or praising Him in the Spirit, it's, that's between coming from you to God, right? So, but the message in tongues, right, it's actually for the body, right? So what he's talking about here is what we would call our prayer language or our praise language even, okay? So for no one understands Him, no, you guys don't understand what I'm saying when I'm praying in the Spirit. But you're praying, praying to God, and you're revealing mysteries. What is mysteries? It's things that we could not possibly understand, you know? It's just things that um, we might be praying for ourselves or something coming up, right? Or we might be praying for our family, unawares. Because we don't know what's going to happen this day. The devil has all kinds of traps and plans. Don't you want to spring those traps so that you or your family don't have to get trapped, hurt, destroyed, right? But when you pray in the Spirit, God knows what's going on. When you pray, you're praying for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for your church, and you don't even know it. But God knows. God knows. Can you see how important that is? Wow. It's things that we couldn't possibly know, but He knows. He knows. Let's see.
So um, as, as far as speaking in tongues and not understanding, I, um, I used to go to a, a church called Living Waters, and there was uh, me and a guy there. His name was Eddie Edmonds. And when someone requested for someone to come and, and pray for them, we would go out. So we got this request to come to a hotel, and this guy had been in prison. Um, he basically had drank for a couple of years after his, his wife had passed away. That was his rock, his, his steady place. And when she was gone, he just fell apart. But he, she constantly preached and, and, and told him he needed to receive Jesus. He needed to follow after Jesus. He needed Jesus. And, you know, in jail, he finally came to himself. And he goes, that's what I need to do. For me to honor my wife and find that strength that she had, I needed to receive Jesus Christ. So we went over there, and we, what we found out about him is that he had had an, had an, um, an accident. He had fell in the water. And then when uh, he was in there so long that when they pulled him out afterwards, um, he was able to talk, but he, st- he talked constantly with a stutter, right? So he, you know, something like that, a stutter. So uh, we went and we prayed for him, and Eddie Edmund was like, you know what, you, what else you receive? You need to receive the whole baptism of the Holy Spirit. He goes, well, I'll take that too. So we prayed for him, and he started praying in the Spirit. But you know what was really cool? Is he didn't stutter. <laughs> he thought that was the most awesome thing. But it shows you it's not from his understanding or even where those words come from that we would normally speak, okay? It comes from, from our heart, right, from the Holy Spirit. It comes from a different place, all right? So um, Carolina Leaf, a lot of you guys know that she basically uh, researches the brain and how it works and stuff like that. And um, uh, she did scans of the brain. So when you speak normally, there's a part of your brain that lights up, right? But when when someone prays in in tongues, it doesn't light up at all. It's coming from someplace else. It's amazing. Because people are like, oh, you're making that up. No, (laughs) I'm not making that up. It's coming from the Holy Spirit, I'm not even thinking about what words to say. I, they're just being given to me, and I'm just speaking them out with my vocal cords. There is estimated over 600 million believers that practice speaking in tongues, according to the Bonham poll. We are not alone. A lot of times it seems like, oh, we're, we're alone. There's not a whole lot of people out there. But there is well over 600 million believers that are baptized in the Holy Spirit that speak in tongues. Hallelujah. They get to speak in tongues. It's a beautiful thing. So don't think that you're alone. There was also another, another person that was studying um, what, they, what they would look at is stress markers in the blood, right? And when someone would pray in the Spirit, all those stress markers would reduce Would, go, would become lower. So, you know, you, you can reduce stress in your life. It's physically proven, right, through this study, that when you pray in the Spirit, peace comes, strength comes, stability comes, and all the stress of life just, just goes away. Tongues is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful gift, guys. There are about a dozen instances recorded in the book of Acts when people received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in every instance, every instance as you fill in, they spoke in tongues. 
They didn't speak in tongues some of the time or most of the time. Those spoke in tongues every time. So let's just look at a couple of those scriptures. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. There's a a law, and I believe it's called the the law of first, first mention. And so when that's first mentioned, that is a law that is put in place. This is how it works. And when they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And that part is really important because people are like, well, I, I think that they're thinking that they're gonna, the Holy Spirit's going to take over their vocal cords and they're just kind of like, all right, here you go. And they don't try to speak the words that is, are being given to them. But they spoke as the Spirit gave them. You have to do the speaking. So the next verse, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, and those of the circumstances who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. How did they know? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. It was a sign to the Jews that the Gentiles, for the first time, received salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So it's very important. Next one says, And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So we see over and over again through the Word that when someone's baptized in the Holy Spirit, they speak in tongues. Now, I've had some conversations with some people, and what they teach is that you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and not speak with tongues. Or you speak with tongues for that time, but that's it. You don't speak in tongues anymore. That's just, you've received it, and that's it. But that's not true either. It's something, you know, Paul says, I speak in tongues more than you all. So, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Paul, too, and what I believe, how powerful the, the, um, the gift of tongues, uh, speaking in tongues, was to him. So, let me see. All right, we're going to go on to question number two. What, well, what kind of language am I speaking when I speak in tongues? Did you guys ever wonder that? <laughs> what, what, is, what is it that's coming out of my mouth? So, uh, 1 Corinthians 13.1 says... Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Guys, what you guys are taught, when you speak in tongues, you're, you're speaking in the tongues of men and of angels. All right? So you may not recognize the language, but maybe somebody else would. You know, that's what happened on the day of Acts. They had... People from all over the place, all, every, all, all kinds of countries around there, different languages, and they all heard them speak in their native language, the wonderful, glorious works of God. So um, Pastor Dave uh, told a story, and I, I, I think about it a lot, especially when speaking in tongues, but um, Pastor, Pastor Dave and Ina and a, um, a a Swedish couple named Michael and Anne, I believe, they went down to the Brownsville Revival, right? And, of course, they had long lines and stuff, so they're waiting outside, and this girl comes. I think she was, like, maybe 11, 12, 13, so not very old, came and started speaking to Michael. Well, she was speaking in tongues, but he heard her in perfect Danish, right? And he's looking at her, 
And then she, he starts trying to talk to her with Danish, and she doesn't understand. So he talks in English. And, you know, says, you know you were talking in perfect Danish? But what she, he was, she was speaking to him is that this was real. He was questioning, is this really God? Is God really moving and working in miracles like this? Is this really real? And she was telling him in perfect English that, yes, it was of him. And that he was glad that he was there to experience it. Well, I think Pastor Ina and Anne, uh, his wife, were somewhere else while Pastor David uh, and Michael were standing in line. So now they're in the congregation, and they had a time of praise and worship. And this same girl comes while Michael's not there. She's just there. And starts speaking to her in tongues. And guess what? She heard her speak in perfect Danish again. And telling him about the works of God and that this was true. And this is something that she wanted them to enjoy, you know. And she, she started shaking under the power of God, you know. And for a long time after that, when, when she would feel the Spirit, she would just start shaking. I think it was a sign to her that, yes, I am real. This is real, you know. So it's beautiful. I had heard another story. Um, uh, a young lady, uh, a Karis director of Greensboro, her granddaughter went to Heidi Baker in Africa, right, her, her, uh, her camp. So they're taught to go out and uh, to different men, um, uh, villages and stuff like that. So they went to this village, and what they were taught is at the end that, that they would go and they would kneel down in front of the elders and the chief and tell them, thank you very much, yeah, right? So she goes before the chief and says, you know, thank you so much for allowing us to be here. And he didn't speak English, but he understood her. She goes, he goes, I am so glad you, you came. And I just want to know when you're coming back. Now, he wasn't speaking English either. He was speaking in his own language. But you know what? God interpreted. God helped in those things. God, he is a miraculous God. And tongues are beautiful. They're magnificent. So let's, uh, let's read Acts 2, 7 through 11. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look at all, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we are born? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We all hear them speak in our own language the wonderful works of God. Wow, what, a, what an amazing testimony. And then um, 1 Corinthians 14 and 2 says, For he who speaks in the tongue does not speak to men, to, uh, but to God. For no one understands, however, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. And the reason I put this in here is the gift of speaking in tongues as a sign uh, is used in a different way. It's when other people don't understand right, uh, what you're saying, but God interprets it to them. Or you're speaking their actual language. But when we speak and we pray in the Spirit is when we pray to God. It's just between you and them, whether it's praying, praising, or thanking, okay? So let's go on to question number three. 
Why should I speak in tongues? This is very important. What is it going to do for me? Well, there's not enough time to go over everything it'll do, but we'll go over some of these things, okay? Without the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, you can't live, can't live the life that God intends for you to live. It's impossible. It is the power to live the Christian life. It brings that power to you when you pray in the Holy Spirit. I guarantee that the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues will produce a radical change in your relationship with God. The Word of God will come alive, and you will begin to see and understand things you never noticed before. You need this ability. This is something that we have to practice. It's a choice. The Holy Spirit's not going to make you speak in tongues. You choose to speak in tongues. And when you're speaking in tongues, you're, you're connecting with God himself, right? Things are being revealed to you. You know, uh, we, we t- I taught on that, that Jesus has provided all, everything that we need for, for, for godliness and righteousness, right? For this life and righteousness. But, you know, it's in the Spirit. Well, how do we? We've got to draw it out by faith. Well, one of those ways to draw it out is to pray in the Spirit, we're like, God, I'm glad it's there and you've given it to us, but I want to experience it now. I want to walk in this. I want to understand this. I want to walk in that power that you said that we have. I want to, understand, I want to walk in that provision that you said we, we have. But one way to draw it out is to pray in the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we don't know how to pray about these things, so God has given us a gift, a wonderful gift. Hallelujah. Let's see. Um, okay, so number one says, speaking in tongues builds your faith. So Jude 20. So this is the one thing. So God, increase my faith. Well, here's a way you can make, you can make your faith stronger. So, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Do you know praying the Holy Spirit takes faith? All right? But when you speak, you start praying the Spirit. That's you exercising your faith. So if you think that, you know, faith is like a muscle, all right? And if you don't use it, what happens? It atrophies. <laughs> it's no use to you. But if you exercise it, it can become stronger and stronger. So one of the ways you can, you can strengthen your faith is just to pray in the Spirit, knowing and understanding that you're praying to God the Father. Mysteries. He's downloading mysteries into you, right? Wow. This praying in tongues is amazing. So um, number two says, it also helps to draw out into your natural mind the wisdom of the Spirit. So... Guys, when you guys are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to take this job or, or not. I don't know whether I'm supposed to move to the mountains or move to the beach. I don't know, you know, if, is this the person that God has for me? You know, how do you, how can you know this? You can pray in the Holy Spirit, right? You're drawing out the wisdom of God when you're praying in the Holy Spirit. You, you will get your answer if you expect it. But that is one way to draw out the answers that you need, the wisdom of God. What is the wisdom of God? It's his plan and purpose for your personal life, right? So when you pray in the Spirit, you know, you're going you're gonna to get the direction that you're looking for. Everybody wants to know, what, God, what do you want me to do in this situation? But it's one way that we can draw that out. 
Let's uh, read 1 Corinthians 2 and 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't know everything Jesus knows. <laughs> How can this be true? Well, inside, in our spirit, we do have everything that we need, all the wisdom we need. But, you know, it's in there. How do you get it out? You pray in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> How powerful is this gift? You pray believing and expecting that you're going to receive your answer. So the only way I can describe it is a lot of times I'm praying about a situation and I'm expecting an answer. I'm not just praying in tongues, the words just going out. I know that God himself is hearing those words, you know. I see in my heart, in my spirit. I see God himself. When I'm praying in the spirit, he is hearing every word I say. And then now I'm expecting him to speak back to me. You know, I just put in my heart, God, this is, I need an answer on this. And I start spraying in the spirit. And the only way I can describe it, it's all, all of a sudden, it's like something will float up and I, and I hear a word or a direction, or I might see something or a face or something like that, you know, um, but that's kind of how it works, you know, for me. So, but I try to pray about all things because if I know I'm headed in the right direction, I can, I can walk by faith. I'm walking in the direction that I know God has given me, right? I'm not feeling my way like, you know, uh, you know, trying to, like, is, is, is this God? <laughs> and, you know, we are all in different places in that, and it takes practice, all right? Just know that it's available, and if you practice it, you'll get better and better about hearing and following his direction, you know, true faith is knowing the word, but also going to the Holy Spirit for direction in everyday life of things, right? Thank God. It's like, it's not the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament came and went, but we get to have the Holy Spirit. He lives in us, and he never leaves. He's waiting there, right? He's ready to help in everything and give a direction in everything. But are we using him? You know, are we using him? One way to do this and bring this out is by praying in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we're going to go to number three. It says, speaking in tongues will also bring you supernatural rest and refreshing. Okay, so let's read Isaiah 28, 11 and 12. <clears throat> With stammering lips in another tongue will he speak to this people to whom he said, this is the rest by which you, you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. When you are in a stressful situation, you just need to start praying in the Spirit, right? A lot of times we don't know what and how to pray about a situation, but he does. The Holy Spirit helps us to speak exactly what needs to be prayed over, exactly with the words that God himself would use and what he wants in, in his will and these things. So what happens is when you do that, and you do that in faith, you're like, God, I have this situation. So in my heart, God, I'm putting this before you. And now I'm praying in the Spirit, and I believe you're going you're gonna to move, and you're going to work and do what need is needed to handle this situation. And because of that, I can be at peace. You know? I can have peace in any situation that comes my way. If, I'm, if I start feeling anxious about things, I bring it before the Lord and I just start praying in the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, 
I just feel a, a peace and a calm and an assurance that God's got it. He's got, he's moving, he is working. And if there's something that I got to, you know, I've got to do, he's going to let me know. And sometimes he's like, no, I got this. And then sometimes he's like, okay, you do this, this, and this. And I do those things. And he always comes through. Not sometimes, all the time. As long as I do what he asked me to do. (laughs) So, let's go. Let's see. Let's go to number four. It will enable you, enable you to give thanks to God beyond the limits of your human mind and language. Let's uh, read 1 Corinthians 14, 15 through 17. What is the con- conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and also with the understanding. Otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the unformed say amen at your giving of thanks? since he doesn't understand, for you indeed, for sure, perfectly give thanks, and give thanks well, but the other is not edified. So, you know, if you're trying to speak in tongues and minister to someone in tongues and everything, they're not going to understand, but when you're, when you're directing that, that speaking in tongues to God, you're actually giving him thanks well. Um, there was a, a girl... I was first starting to seek about the holy baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I was sharing with her, you know, I'm hearing about this baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. Do you know anything about that? She goes, you know, I was, I was kneeling at my bed and, and I, just, I just was just inside. I was just struggling. I got to have the words I could say. What words can I say to praise you? What words could I say to thank you that you would be worthy of? And then all of a sudden, she started speaking in this other language. And she goes, it was glorious. It was glorious. It's like God himself moved in, you know, into that room. And, and it was just glorious. So that's why I love it. You know, when I'm in, in the car, I just start praying in the spirit, just praising him, thanking him. And a song will come up. And then I would sing that song. And then I would sing that song in the spirit right? And then, or I'll just be praying, and, and then all of a sudden, God will show me something or reveal something that, that I've been asking him about, you know? It's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. The whole tongues is a beautiful gift that we all get to receive, that we get to use and work, work with in our lives. <clears throat> it says, uh, number five says, helps you pray the Father's will. Romans, it should be eight twenty six and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we don't know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercessions with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, now he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the, what the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I love this scripture, right? A lot of times we have a situation with our family and you're, you're so, we're so frustrated because we don't know what to pray or how to pray for them. How, how, do we get, how, we, how do we pray for them? So you could pray in the Spirit and you will actually pray the heart of the Spirit and the perfect will of God when you pray for someone in the Spirit. It's a powerful, powerful gift. We just need to use it. So um, number six says it's a sign to the believer. 
So number six, sign is your fill-in. 1 Corinthians 14 and 22 says, Therefore tongues are a sign, not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. But prophesying is not for the unbelievers, but for those who believe. Now this seems to be a congregation, con- contradiction. There you go. A contradiction. Because we're talking about, well, tongues is for us, right? For our edification. It's a prayer language between us and God. It's a way for us to praise and glorify God from our spirit, you know, in, in tongues. But then it says, well, tongues is not, you know, tongues are for a sign, not for those who believe, but unbelievers. But this is what he, he's talking about, tongues as a sign, not as tongues as a prayer language or praise or thanks language. It's different. So, because when I first read these passages as Paul, you, what, you, you seem like you're contradicting yourself. But it's really not clear in, in, the, um, in the language that he's talking about different aspects of praying in the Spirit. This aspect is tongues as a sign. This, is, this happened on the day of Acts, right? They were speaking, you know, in tongues, but the people heard them speak in their own language. Okay? So, therefore, tongues are for a sign to the unbeliever. So, you know what, you could be out there and, and God lead you to pray in tongues and you might be praying that person's native language one day, you know. I keep, I keep praying and asking God, I say, please, 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 let me pray in the spirit. And someone comes and says, you spoke my language. <sighs> you know, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm believing. <laughs> I, want, I want that to happen, you know. <laughs> but um, hasn't happened yet, but I'm believing for it. I, I, want, I want to see that, so. So uh, seven is uh, doorway. It's the doorway to the other gifts of the Spirit. So speaking in tongues is the doorway to the other gifts of the Spirit. All right. So um, 1 Corinthians 14, 2. We're drawing out the mysteries of God. All right. So we use the gift of the of speaking in tongues a lot here in the church. Almost every aspect of what we do supernaturally, okay? When um, we're praying uh, for people up here, you know, uh, the prayer team, what do they do? They pray in the spirit, and then they pray in the understanding. What they're looking for is God's leading to specifically know how to pray for that person. And we have all instinctively learned and understand that when we do that, there is a power that comes, that moves and works through us to meet the need of the person we're praying for. When we give words of knowledge, and coming up here, and Diane was talking about, you know, the pain in the knee, right? Um, what happens is we pray in the Holy Spirit, and then God reveals that word of knowledge. How that word of knowledge came? We, were, we prayed in the Spirit, and, the God, and then God reveals that word of knowledge. The prophetic rooms. What do we do in the prophetic rooms? We, we tell them, hey, we're going to pray in the Spirit, and then we're going to share what God shows us or tells us. Praying in the Spirit draws out prophecy. Okay? When we pray for the sick, what do we do? We pray in the Holy Spirit, and we pray as we let, and then we see people healed and set free filled with God's peace and presence when they came in in turmoil, you know? And it's just a beautiful thing. Speaking in tongues is a wonderful tool. And whether you see it or understand it or not, we use speaking in tongues pretty much in every aspect of of our ministry here 
because it draws out all the other gifts. If you want to be, start being used by some of the other gifts of the Spirit, then, then pray in the Spirit. And what will happen is it will start stirring up those other gifts in you and start working and flowing in you. Okay? What a wonderful, glorious gift he gave us. Wow. All right. So 8 says, edifies the believer. So 1 Corinthians 14.4 says, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Now, again, this aspect is when you're praying in the Spirit. You're not giving a message in tongues. You're praying in the Spirit to God from your heart to, to him, okay? What it says, it edifies, it builds up, recharges. Do you feel like you're t- being t- you know, torn down out there, being hit from every side <laughs> in this world in which we all are, right? Well, you can build yourself back up. Those things that the devil has pounded on and, 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 and just brought down, you can pray in the Spirit. And what happens? You can, by the, by the Spirit, by faith, see yourself being strengthened and refortified, right? It also means recharge, right? I had one, one guy who was teaching on this, and he says, what you need to do is when you're praying in the Spirit, you need to see yourself walking up to the throne of God, and you plug in. You know, and, and you're just, oh, just receiving the power of God, the presence of God, the wisdom of God. Everything that you need is just being, oh, it's just being downloaded and you're being recharged again so that he can go out and fulfill what he has for you to do that day. Okay? So it's important. That's another, another way this gift is just wondrous for us. Absolutely wondrous for us. We just need to practice this. We need to be practicing this. All right, so number nine says, part of Paul's instructions to stand and put on the whole armor of God. Let's read Ephesians 6 and 18. Pray pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Now, this comes right on the heels of about putting on the whole armor of God so you can stand, all right? It doesn't end there with just the armor. It continues, Once you put the armor of God, what are you to do? Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. That's praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues, all right? Being watchful to this end with all perseverance. Don't stop. Don't let yourself stop. Don't let yourself get worried. Continue to pray in the Holy Spirit with supplication for all the saints also. It was, uh, I love this story. I was told this was uh, Pastor Queen, uh, one of the pastors in my past, and he shared about uh, this one uh, situation. He said there was a missionary sent out from the church to Africa, and what he, what he would do is he would bring money to the missions, but he had to travel these really dangerous roads. So they, you know, it's a long trip, so they had to travel and they would have to camp, right? Well, these men knew that he was coming, so they planned to ambush him and rob him, right? So all of a sudden, they heard a commotion across the road, and these men were coming, and they stopped. Like, they were just, this, like, entranced, like, what? What? And then they turned around and ran the other way. <laughs> well, they called the pastor, and they said, it was the strangest thing, you know? These guys had machine guns and machetes and, and other things, you know? And they were, I know they were coming to, to, to rob us and maybe even kill us. And they looked like they were frightened, and they ran away, right? He goes, but we were able to come to this village, 
And we found out that these same men who came to rob us, we started talking with them, and they said, you know what? When we came to rob you, we saw these huge men all around you glowing. <laughs> and we were like, we were like, we couldn't believe our eyes. And then they, they ran away and, and, and fried. Well, they, when they came and started preaching Jesus, they were ready to receive because they were like, whoa, that was... He shared this with the congregation, and he goes, oh, there were seven of these angels. He said there were specifically, there were seven of these angels. <clears throat> and so he inquired, so when did this happen? So he told him the date and around the time. And he goes, you know what? I, I, I had such a stirring at that point to pray for you. I remember that now, you know? And he goes, I, I didn't know what to do but pray in the Spirit because I didn't know what was going on, right? And then... This person raises his hand. He goes, I, I was moved the same way. And I started, started praying in the spirit for this because I didn't know what, how to pray. And then another man, another man, and another man all stood up and said, yes, that's what happened to me. So he counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He thought that was very interesting. <laughs> you know, you don't know what you're praying for in the Holy Spirit. If you are not directing the Holy Spirit as far as he may be using you to pray for someone in China, a brother and sister in China or somewhere else. But you know what? Your prayers matter. Nothing happens on the earth unless we pray and we agree with God on it. Okay? Part, way, the one way to do that is to pray in the Holy Spirit. So you could be praying for a brother and sister in dire straits somewhere, you know? Um, so, Wow. What a powerful, powerful gift. So now, in order to enjoy this wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit, you first must be saved or born again. This gift is only for the children of God, this baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then which comes speaking in tongues. Okay? Second, you must receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then you can receive this gift, this wonderful precious, amazing, powerful, glorious gift of speaking in tongues, okay? So um, I just want everyone just to close their eyes. So Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just pray if there's anyone here has not received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And as you showed me, Lord, a lot of times we just feel like we're not worthy. You know, we're like that dirty manger. That, and how can, how can the King of glory come into our hearts? But Lord, you came. Just as you came, oh Lord, and you were born, and you were put in that manger, Lord. You, Lord, if we just receive you, you'll come in. And you'll make something beautiful of us in our lives. You will clean us up and make us sons and daughters of God. So if there's anyone here who hasn't done that and wants to pray to receive Jesus, just raise your hand and we'll pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Every eye closed. Okay. All right. Well, then let's go on to the next thing. Those who have been saved and born again who want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit said, just raise your hand right now saying, God, I want that. I want to be baptized. I want that wonderful gift to work in me and through me. Okay, I see your hands. All right. Well, let's just pray. Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. And right now, we're asking that you fill us, fill those who haven't been filled yet for the first time, even now, in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh Lord, that your spirit would just well up, O oh Lord, and that as you give them words to speak, they speak those words. 
And I just want to pray. I want everyone just to pray in the Holy Spirit right now. I cananana verde vrobon sambre vede becumbre di veno. La franina maturo batichedo. Rennere de de brebena mondro e sondre teralva. La taranena muma massar ningu ne me aninde. Bletumbal matunelo bahae. Bletungo la halele ingun. Vela bundra di arnu bacalave el anwe. Gervo ama eno. Bahrande hiro flefeano mahishun. Blepumane me shukabaha. Marra bahana matira de de aru barisaro. Della muhae chado, jetungre hirda renuguano masse, bella pandeno share de la bucula peratia, hirda bromadana montana mojamene de macchia romanianta, randora de liberdia madia bariantiria, mandara de liabrana de bea songoro vedriarditara, hirda dana da yardan de di, terra de assada da dani, hirda dana dani assitri. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, all right. Thank you, Laura. Okay, you can open your eyes. So I'd like to, the prayer team to come forward. So we're making available anyone who needs prayer for anything. But if you want to be prayed for and agreed with to be filled with the Holy Spirit, please come forward, and they will pray and agree with you. Now, those of you who have been filled with the Holy Spirit, and for some reason that gift's just not working, there seems to be a, there's not a flow there, I want you to come up too. And I want you to get the, uh, the prayer team to pray for you, that there just be a flow. We want this gift to flow freely in you and through you. And, you know, and just to build, our, build your faith so that you can walk out the things that God has called you to do. All right? So, Lord, we bless, we praise you, and thank you, Lord, for your word. In Jesus' name, amen.